Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for our Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for our prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries. In the name of Jesus, Makolo Father, we thank you, we bless your name for what you have done in our lives and for bringing us together in your presence where there is so much joy, so much pleasure. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for the blessings that you've bestowed upon our lives. And we bless you and give you the glory for what you have done. As doing. Father, I pray, O oh God, that you speak through me. Let me not speak my opinion or speak my mind, but speak your mind to your people. Open the heart of your people to hear your word. Receive instruction from your word. Father, we thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. People of God, welcome to another section of Faith Walk. And I'm very glad that you are here and you've tuned in listening to us live on Facebook. And tonight, I'm coming your way with part two of We Against the World. It's We Against the World. Hallelujah. I hope you're excited about this. About, about this. Um, he said that We Against the World. And yesterday, I did the foundation where I explained that this world has a system. And this system, many of them were not generated by God. It's Satan has set up a system. And this system does not favor us Christians. This is a system that does not favor us at all. So for you to live here on this earth as a believer, there are so much that you have to suffer. If indeed you want to live as a believer, there is so much to suffer. That's why I said that we are against the world. We are Christians and the whole world is against us. Why? Because we are of God. Because we are in Christ. And yet, and yet, yesterday, I said the background from the Genesis, where God cursed the serpent. And he said that the, 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 the feet of the seed of a woman shall bruise your head. And then the, the, the seed uh, and the serpent shall rather shall also uh, bite the heel or bruise the heel. That is the beginning of warfare. That is the beginning of contention between the children of light and the children of darkness. Hallelujah. So, for you to live in this world, if you want to live godly for God, there will be persecution for you. Put that in your mind that there is always the world that is against us. And the principles and the standards of this world does not favor us. And put that thing in your mind. If you really want to serve God and serve Him faithfully, you cannot live and be loved by this world. They have to hate you like the way they hated our master Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's get into the scriptures. Let me take you back to the Old Testament. 
And I believe that will help us. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3. No, chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. And let's read that. It says that. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And about these three governors, of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to them so that the king will suffer no loss. Verse 3. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. Verse 4. So the governors and the satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could not find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error fault found in him. Then these men said, we shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Hallelujah. Now this is a man who has distinguished himself. And his distinction did not come because he made himself like that. It is the Holy Spirit that was inside of him. That is called the excellent spirit that was inside of him. That set him apart from all the other governors. For this reason, he had a lot of favor in the sight of the, of, of, of the, of the king. Now you see, the moment you have an excellent spirit, the moment you have something that is different from the, the kingdom of darkness... Then you see, because of your light, you are distinguished among them. And they want to set some traps and find ways to disturb you. It happened to Daniel. Because Daniel had an excellent spirit. Jesus had an excellent spirit. You, as a believer, you have an excellent spirit. So, what makes you different from all, the, the, all those people who suffer persecution because of their excellent spirit? Unless you don't have an excellent spirit. Look, how many of them? 120 satraps. <laughs> Let me go back to that. He pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And about these three, three governors. Now you see, 120 satraps. All of them came against one person. Because of what? His excellent spirit. The whole world is against her because of her excellent spirit. The whole world hates Israel because of the, the uniqueness about them. Because they are the people of God. So are they going to do to you as Christians? Now, if you hear any story about a pastor, the whole world is rejoicing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they are happy. Why? Because they hate you. And the devil has done it so well. He has also planted his own pastors. To, to cause so much mad, to destroy the face of Christians. So, he appoints his own pastors. The last time I was asking myself, how many of these Bible schools that people go, how many of the leaders will pray to God and ask God that these people that have come for the Bible school, how many of them are really genuinely called by God? None of them do it. I'm sorry, I stand to be, I stand to be corrected. But I doubt, if indeed we do this, we will not have so many fake pastors, fake prophets, and all these fake people around. Because right now, to be a pastor 
you have to be able to speak English, especially in Ghana. I heard a man of God was saying, you don't qualify. Did God qualify us based on our language? No. It's God. He said, many are called, but few that are chosen. Why are few chosen? Only few that are able to distinguish themselves. Only a few that are able to deny their flesh. Only a few that love God genuinely. So, you have a chunk of people coming for the Bible school. Few of them are genuine. Majority of them, they come with an agenda to fulfill the, the, the things of Satan. So, they will come to the church. They will come with, with good stuff. They will come with humility. They will serve the pastor. They are very quiet. And then they say, oh, I want, to be, I want to be part of the Bible school. Oh, come and join the Bible school. The pastor will never pray to find out. That's why we have witchcraft pastors, wizard pastors. It's all over the place. For, for them, they, they have no shame. So they can be on social media and fight. They have no shame. So that the genuineness of God, the genuine anointing will be dented. That's the plan of the enemy. But guess what? Even with the fake, when you hear, when you hear any, any issue about any pastor, everybody is rejoicing. Why? They hate you. They don't love you. And Jesus gave a parable in Matthew chapter 13. He said that about the parable of the wheat and the tares. The farmer went to sow. He sowed very good seeds. But in the night, while men slept, the enemy came to sow bad seeds. And the servants went to the, to the, to, to the master and said, Ah, but didn't we sow good seeds? And they said, Yes. But it, but it seems that when they were growing, bad seeds have come among them. And Jesus said, Let's say the master said, It's the enemy that did this. And the servant said, Let's go and uproot all of them. He said, no, don't do it. Because if you, if you do try to uproot the bad seeds, you also uproot the good seeds. So wait until harvest. Right now, see, believers, we don't read the Bible. The fake pastors, fake prophets, fake evangelists, all the fake ones, they have been planted by the devil. But the moment you touch any fake one, you are touching the genuine one. Jesus said, wait until the harvest. Wait until the harvest. But you see, we can actually do our best by when you go to the Bible schools, pray, Father, is this person really genuine for me to, to, to even appoint as my pastor? They don't, because you can speak English. I know so many pastors who are in these English-speaking churches who are witches, who are wizards. They prophesy with witchcraft. Hallelujah. So, with Daniel having an ex excellent spirit, that's why, you see, in a, in a church setting, the moment they see the genuine one, all the other pastors begin to hate that one. Why? Because all the others are witches. <laughs> they are not from God. So, they say, this guy, let's kick him out before he, 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 he finds us out. You see, let us not be ignorant. The Bible says that do not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. Jesus said that they will love you if they loved me. They will hate you because they hate me. 
Daniel had an excellent spirit. He did have an excellent spirit. And because of that excellent spirit, everybody came against him. Everybody didn't like him. They hated him because of his excellent spirit. So are they going to do to you too? In your office setting, when everybody is being corrupt and you decide not to be corrupt, they hate you. They begin to set traps for you. So know that we are against the world. If indeed you want to live godly, the world will be against you. So there are some contrasts you will never get because you are a Christian. That's why yesterday I shared this testimony with you. For those of you who didn't listen to yesterday's, uh, uh, yesterday's live, you can go back and listen. Let me share this with you again. That there is a pastor, I really, in fact, I, I used to respect this pastor until the day that he, he was granted an interview on, on one of the radio stations in here in Kumasi. Where this pastor was, in fact, insulting Christians that Christians are poor because we don't compromise. Christianity and a business in It is how Christian business no. So if the business demands something that is against your beliefs, because it's business, go against your beliefs and do the business. Doesn't make sense. And he gave a very good example, and I want to share with you again. He said that believers are poor because when they are supposed to bribe to get what they want, they don't bribe. Because they say they are Christians, so they become poor. Yes, bribery is against our principles, so we will become poor because the thing is, we are against the world. The system does not favor us. So I'd rather go hungry than to deny my God because of food. It's so spirit. Look, I'm preparing a message about the spirit of Esau. By God's grace, when that message is done, I'll begin to preach it. All right? There are some, that spirit of Esau is all over, the, it's all over here. We read the Bible, you say, oh, Esau was stupid. Esau shouldn't have eaten the food. He shouldn't have sold his birthright for food. But we are always doing it every day. We are selling our identity in Christ for something that doesn't matter. If a pastor can deny Christ, okay, deny what he believes, just because he wants to get a business deal, we are dead. Let me tell you. That the, the saddest thing is, he gave another example, that he was in Dubai with a contract to sign. All the people were Muslims, except him, he was a Christian. For that reason, when they asked him, are you a Christian? He said, no, I'm not a Christian, but I am a Christlam. What is Christlam? I'm half Christian and half Muslim. Nonsense. How could you be half Christian and half Muslim? You are, and then you come and sit in your congregation and preach. That you should worship only God. What are you talking about? Because of contract, you deny God. That you, don't, you are no longer a Christian, but you are a Christlam. Just because, because you want to get a contract. Your God is more precious than that contract. Can't God give you a better contract? If because I believe in Christ, you won't give me the contract, so be it. I'd rather go hungry. Do you think the, the disciples who were going all over, all over the place preaching the gospel and they were chasing them to be killed, do you think if they had compromised, would they be killed? But you see, if you're looking at what you gain in this world, you will never please God. You will never please God. 
So stop this thing about the car you want to drive, the riches that you want to have, and all those things. Look, they are all material. They will be left here. I'd rather go hungry for God. So if there's a contract, and if because of my Christian, you won't give it to me, fair enough. And the God I serve will never let me go hungry. Never. Never in my life will God make me go angry for standing in for him. So somebody is telling you to, you can compromise your faith and get food. It means that when you're looking for a job and the boss says, come and let me sleep with you before I give you the job, go and do it. So that you can eat. You suajne. Nonsense. Excuse me, I've, I've become so hard. Because these are things that is going on. And, and unfortunately, these are being preached in the pulpit. I heard somebody say that you do, uh, if you want to survive in this world as a Christian, you can't always be spiritual. Use your sense. How? Your sense will tell you, go, go and sin and get food. Go and rob and get food. Your spirit will tell you, no. Hallelujah. So the world will be against you. The moment God said, I bless Jacob. Look at the contention. He ended up, he ended up going to, you see, when he settled down, even in Canaan, when there was farming, okay, he had to go to Egypt to find his lost son who has been, <laughs> who, who, who has, who has been sold by his brothers. Because Joseph was a dreamer. All the other people, all the other siblings hated him because there was a special light on him. That special light that is on you will attract hatred, will attract opposition. Live with it. That's what it is. Don't expect everybody to love you. Not everybody will love you. Not everybody will love you, so don't try and be a man pleaser. If you have to speak the truth, speak the truth. There was one, one, one time the, a man of God, the Lord gave me a revelation about this man of God. That he's fake. All the prophecies this man of God was saying was fake. I was in London and the Lord gave me that, that information. The Lord said, call him and tell him that if he can repent and come back to God, God is going to bless him. And I call him. He's been in ministry for so many years. And I said, what the Lord is saying? The Lord said, what are, all, all the things you are doing is the spirit of witchcraft. And that's what the Lord said. I don't care if you hate me or you love me. Radisim and Kantrum, I carry you. And I said it. And he said, oh, I am Paul, me cry no. Yeah, no, I'm up to say, 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 I've been proposing, I'm up to say, I'm up to say, I'm up to say, no, yes, how? Yes, how? The Lord says, I should tell you, say, you are already in it. And you have a Bible school that you are training people for that. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? And these things, you, you see, this person has been established. And, you, and, and you are, you'll be afraid to even tell him. But God gave me that boldness. I told him, look, if you would repent, God can turn all this around for your good. Stop that witchcraft. But if you see this man of God, if you see him preach, you'll be amazed. The Bible says you shall know them by their fruit. So they preach all right. But see, these are bad fruits. 
Hallelujah. Let's move on. Let's go to First Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. If your Bible is with you, come with me. It says that, however, for this reason I obtain mercy, that in me first Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know whether if you, if you understood what I'm talking about. He said that, however, for this reason, I obtain mercy that in me first, Jesus Christ might show all long-suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe. Do you know what a pattern is? A pattern is what we call like a standard. And we say you have a, a bloodline pattern. Uh, your, your father gave birth to you, and they say you resemble your father. We call it like a pattern. So Jesus suffered long as a pattern for those who are going to what? Believe. So everybody that becomes a Christian, there is something peculiar about us that is suffering. Because you live in a world where they will be re- you'll be rejected. They rejected Jesus. So shall they reject you. Jesus long suffered. Jesus long suffered. He went through. They were spitting on him. Jesus was healing people. He was raising the dead. He was doing good. But yet, they hated him to the extent they chose a criminal over a healer. So don't tell me that happened to Jesus and it's not going to happen to you. They killed Jesus because they hated him. Same way they will hate you. They call you criminals. That's why when a pastor is rich, they hate it. They don't want the pastor to be rich. It's only the occult. It's only the Freemason. It's only the lodges. Those are the people that are supposed to be rich. So when the pastor is rich, they're angry. Why should he be rich? You are, you, you, are this, you, are, you are taking money from the poor. Tell me, which business in this world does not take money from the poor? Tell me, computers, those who go to buy computers, they are poor. They buy, but they need it. Same, do they need pastors? Do they need God? <laughs> Footballers, people go and pay to watch football. I'm not saying go to, go to God and pay, but you see, God blesses his children. But the moment a believer is rich, they hate it. They hate it. So that's why, you see, the moment I started ministry, I have a business. The devil decided to, 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 to ensure that the business collapsed. Fought me left, right, center, so that the business will collapse and you go hungry. Because they don't want you. They hate you. They hate you to be rich. We are against the world. We are against the world. We are against the world. Hallelujah. So Jesus showed us the pattern. Or today, a quino say, Yen so, son, and say, Abra Bonabe, son, and say so. 
Enti anema na na Yesu kom no. Yesu e kom. Enti tiasie. Tiasie. Se sanity. And yesterday I was talking about a man of God that was thrown a question concerning baptism. And he said that what happens after baptism? He said trouble. <laughs> trouble. Because the whole world will be against you. You preach the gospel, they are against you. Right? I make a post on Facebook. I'm just teaching the gospel. I teach. And people, even the Satanists, Christians, the so-called Christians, be the ones to tell you the power. God has no power to even heal COVID-19. <laughs> Christians. When I preach on Facebook, I say God is more than able to preach uh, to, 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 to heal every disease. It's not me. I mean, what power do I have? But God does have that power. And if I say God is going to do it, hey, no, 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 no. Don't, don't even venture. But doctors are able to go close to a COVID-19 patient and put them on a, even nurses, put them on a wheelchair and go do estrays for them, close contact. And pastors who God has given us the ability to heal, we can go there. Common sense will tell you don't. But your spiritual sense will tell you go and lay your hands and they shall be healed. That's the difference. Hallelujah. Psalm 34 verse 19. Psalm 34 verse 19. Open your Bibles with me. Psalm 34 verse 19. He said that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Let me ask you a question. Are you righteous? Unless you are not righteous. Unless you are not righteous. But if you are righteous, he said, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Is there is the righteous that gets affliction? Is the righteous that is afflicted. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. So, there are so many people who claim themselves they are righteous, but yet they are not afflicted. That is a fake righteousness. Because if you are righteous, if you are in the light, wherever you go, your light begins to shine. The darkness will see you. They will put impediment in your way. That's why 1 Timothy 1.18 says, My son Timothy, According to the prophecies said concerning you, thou must wage a good warfare. Why do you need a good warfare? Because where God is taking you, the devil and his agents do not like you to get there. So they will oppose you left, right, center. That's what they will do to ensure that you fail. Opposition. But this is our place. This is our place. Yeah, dear. We will suffer one way or the other. Though there is a time for settlement, yes. Though there is a time that God will deliver us, yes. But until the deliverance come, understand, sir, it's part of the process. It's part of the pattern of Christ. Sir, I can't hear you fast, no? Yes, yes, fast. 
Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12. He said that, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ will suffer persecution. Another confirmation. Those who want to live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution. Unless you don't want to live godly. Unless you want to compromise. Like what's often a compromise here, you know? Or see Christian you I feel that we are Christo You see? So those who want to live godly shall suffer persecution. Alright? That woman, I'll say a friend, a sugar mommy, a two we a young man, we a fine boy, or see, only nanda, or they assemble to also, and nunti, nanakoda, against God. Okay? And if I send no tuna so that me nyanko pona me sumlo no, or bet me a fish as I'm croning. So we are compromising our faith. Always compromising our faith. It's sad. It's sad. It's very sad. Hallelujah. Let me let me read this final scripture, then maybe we'll go. Second Timothy chapter three, verse one to nine. Second Timothy chapter three, verse nine to nine. May, uh, the one thing I like I like Jesus about is that they hated you. They hated me. They hated my father. So would they do to you also. He has to cut short his coming so that many shall be saved. If not, it will come to a time where none of us, even the elect, will lose their salvation. And then before preacher said, You can't lose your salvation because you are heaven. A true for that is not true. You will lose your salvation. That's why Jesus, Jesus wouldn't have shortened it. If you can't lose your salvation, then Jesus will not, will, will not have shortened the days. He said, I will shorten the days for that reason so that I can save the elect. Because what is coming, the problems that will come on, on my on my people, the Christians, you know, their love will grow cold. For that reason, they will lose it. They will compromise. I come back to no sense as a catch was You can't eat. And as I say, I could for the case, say one one bow to an imager. Eh? You mean for some more? So I could for the boost be so say, yeah, will be a mecotono. One one cotono, no, yeah, they are bidi da. A Christopher said a bit of my gas, I am going to my commanding. A Diana Christopher. It's so a boost for. Second Timothy three verse one to nine. I say, but know this, who no away, that in the last days, perilous times will come. In the last days, I hope difficult times will come. Difficult times will come in the last days. 
For men who will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, un unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. The next thing is the top I, I'm, I'm afraid because see, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Having a form of godliness. That's why many Christians don't even believe that God can heal the sick. You believe God can save you from your sin, but you don't believe God can heal the sick. That's, that, that's crazy. So when I say COVID-19 is, is, is part of any ordinary disease God can heal, people in the church say, hey, I know they're contagious, so, and, they're, and, they're, and so what? And people are, are peddling fake news around, say, or something be Let's bring a COVID-19 to me, and in the name of Jesus, that person will be healed, and they will not come near my dwelling. Those news are all fake news. <laughs> because I, I, saw, I saw this video and I was laughing. I was like, ah, this video, there's nothing showing where the pastor preached that message. There was no video showing when the, the pastor became sick with COVID-19. There is no video showing the funeral of that pastor. There is nothing. He just put somebody there. And all that we're hearing, the news reader was saying, These are all orchestrated by the devil. Now, Christopher also said, These things are there to are geared to, to diminish your faith, to kill your faith in God. Now, Mr. Moshe, it's sad. We for power also too much. Or see, they'll be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure. They don't love God. And it's and it's and it's sad. It's very sad. Hmm. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10, and I'll end it here. Verse 16, I say, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as, as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for, for my sake, as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you shall speak, for I'll be given, but I'll be given to you in that hour, what you should speak, for it is not you who will speak, but the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Hallelujah. He said, Behold, I send you out as a sheep in the mess of wolves. It's your name, wolves, Natio. I rather see Uncle Romo. 
Now, as a wolf, or now, I heard in a way, or my cow, or my you, but you have to go anyway. But I see, they will deliver you, and they will send you to the synagogues. They don't know I saw them, I saw this persecution. I saw them in the CEO. Government Christ is not persecuting us all. The church is persecuting their, their, their own people. Look at the division. We say I'm of this. We say I'm of that. We say I'm this. We say I'm this. And so what? Let's change our ways. Understand that this world is not for you. Understand that your place is in Christ Jesus. Jesus died, now sitting at the right-hand side of God, interceding for us so that we can run this race with perseverance. With all the odds against us, we still have to persevere. For the love of God that we have, we do not compromise on our faith. Stand strong. Hold fast to what you have received. Hold fast what you have received. And you see, 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 talking about you have to wage a good warfare because of the prophecies. You see, some of them took it for granted. All right? They didn't wage any good warfare. They were interested in where God was taking them. Because of that, Alexandra and Herminius, they started blaspheming. Why? Because it became so difficult for them. Your prophecy will attract opposition. Because I didn't know how to say that. I did for know so wait a good warfare. Who did you agree? Who be far apart already? The friend you agree. It's Alexander and Herminius. Who did you agree? So they lost their faith. And Paul was like, I delivered them to Satan so that they don't blaspheme. And I'll share with you of a lady who had a wonderful gift. And if you listen to the things she was talking about, why she's been suffering, she goes to church from church, and everybody, he just gets rejected because of the gift that she has. She said, I've given up. The devil is after your faith. The devil wants you to give up. He will bring to you a lot of temptations that will let you deny your God. But don't let him. Don't allow him. Be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Just be strong. The devil wants you to give up. Right? Today I was sharing with somebody that I, I've never experienced financial difficulty until I became a, a, a pastor. <laughs> because the devil does not want you to, 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 to break through. The devil does not want you to. They hate you. They will fight you left, fight you right. But we are not going to give up because we have lost money. We're going to bow to the devil to give us money. We don't need the devil's money. My God is the creator of all things. My God is the creator of silver, gold. The devil is only a thief. So if you are in a family, no, let's be wise. Let's be wise. And get close to God. Okay? Build up yourself in, your, in the most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Let that be your mark. All right? Don't just become a, just an ordinary Christian. Yesterday I was telling you, be a Jesus freak. Be a Jesus freak. Everything is about Jesus. 
If it's not, if it's not gonna please Jesus, I'm sorry, I won't do it. And if I say we're a Christian, let me tell you, do you know why they were calling the disciples Christians? Because they saw some similarity between them and, and, and Christ. You, your life, what's the difference between you and an unbeliever? That's why when the unbelievers are getting cancer, you get cancer. When they're getting HIV, you get HIV. When they're having blood pressure, you also have blood pressure and you are on a pill. Why? Because you are like the unbeliever. Look, if the blood of Jesus is running through your veins, running through your system, even blood pressure cannot come near. I'm telling you. You see, the people who don't want to get to that extra mile and have a very good relationship with God. They want to do whatever they want to do and be pleasing to themselves. People in the last days, people are going to be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure. All they can do, they'll go to church and put up a form of godliness. But in, 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 in reality, they deny the power. That's why they're always looking for place and place to look for solutions. But the solution is in here. The man that lives inside of me. The Holy Spirit who works in me to do of his good pleasure. It's only the Spirit of the living God that does that. Let me tell you, I can pray for you to have a financial breakthrough. Yes, there are so many people who have come to me who are looking for a job. God opened the job opportunity for them, looking for fruit of the womb. God give them all that. Let me tell you, after all this and you go to hell, it's a waste of time. Let me tell you, me, my job is to bring solutions. Preach the gospel and solve the problems of the saints. That's my, that's my duty. So people with various problems come to me. But every time anybody comes, I tell you, look, God is only doing this to give you a sign that he loves you. Come back to him. Get yourself with him. Get yourself closer to him. Love him. I told you one time, there was a Muslim, God used me to heal from, from diabetes. And I told him, look, God has just given you a sign. Just denounce your Islamic uh, religion and come to Christianity and come and serve God with me. That's how it is. So God is solving your problem to give you a sign that he loves you and he can solve your problems for you. But when you come, get ready that the world will oppose you. But still, push through your agenda. Push through God's, God's agenda. Many will not like it. Let me tell you, this message I'm preaching, many will not even like it. Many will even unfriend me on, from Facebook. Look, if my beliefs offend you, so be it. I'm not going to bow down my beliefs for you. I will not. I believe in what God can do. I have seen with my own eyes a deaf child healed, a deaf man healed, a blind person healed. I've seen it. What is COVID-19? What is coronavirus to God? <laughs> so let me tell you, get yourself in tune with God. God is this, is, 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 let me use this word, is the problem solver. I don't care about what you're going through. God in his power can take you through it. Only that you have to endure. Only that you have to persevere. Like the disciples persevere. Persevere. But you please God. Great is your reward in heaven. Great is your reward in heaven. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the right time for you to do so. Because... By the blinking of an eye, Jesus can come just right here. He can come right now. He can come any time, any day. What if he comes and you don't know him? 
What if he comes that he can't identify you through the seal of the Holy Spirit that is inside of you? What's going to happen to you? You live your life in, the, in regret. And the Bible said that you even regret that your mommy ever gave birth to you. Because what people don't understand is that Jesus did, did not only come as our Savior, he, he also came as a judge. He said, I didn't come. No, I want, ooh, ooh, uh, let, me, let me leave that for the, 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 the next message. But let me tell you, Jesus came as a judge too. He said, I came with a sword. You may be in London, you may be in America watching us, you may be in any part of the world. Jesus is the answer for the world. We have taken Jesus out of our world. That's why we are seeing the things we are seeing. If you can bring Jesus into your world, he will change your life. He will change things for you. He will make things new. He will give you life in abundance. Hallelujah. My name is Apostle Eric Osei, and I want you to pray with me as well, because this kind of messages comes along with a lot of spiritual attacks. Okay, you have no idea what, what we go through in our lives. But God says that we are more than conquerors. So we conquer all the time. They try, but they can't. So agree with me as we pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you today. Whatever sin that is inside of me that I'm not able to stop, Father, forgive me, cleanse me, and let your grace help me to walk godly. Because your words say that all things pertaining to this life and godliness have been provided for us. Then the ability for me to live right has been provided. Therefore, Holy Spirit, come in and help me to walk upright for you. Help me to endure the difficulties of this life so that I can stand for you in the midst of my adversity. From today, I give you my life. I give you my spirit. I give you my soul. I give you my body. I dedicate to you. Use it as you will. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer with me, know that you've made a declaration and the Lord is going to stand by what you have declared. Just focus. If you are struggling in any part of your life, just go to him and he will help you. That's God. He will help you. He will indeed help you. All right? So they can live godly. In, in the midst of persecutions, he is going to be there for you. Okay? He loves you. I want to invite you to watch uh, our programs, our weekly program on radio. It's Love 99.5 FM. It's, it's, a, it's a program designed to build your faith. It's called Faith Walk. It's a program that through faith, many get, gets healed. So I want you to tune in on Love, Love 99.5 FM every Sunday between the hours of 9 and 10. We are on Facebook. So if you, if you, you, you don't have a radio, that's fine. You can tune in to Facebook at 9 to 10 p.m. and watch us preach the gospel in faith and see what the Lord does on radio. God heals the sick live on radio. This one, you don't lay hands. The Spirit of God goes to the person who calls. I've seen somebody who couldn't see on radio healed. Somebody with cancer healed. Somebody who couldn't walk healed. 
There was one testimony that I loved so much. This, this woman who came to call, who, who called the show, he had an auditorium that he was giving, he's been giving to the churches. And, 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 and one of the church vacated the place uh, for, to their own building. So she, she called that we should, we should pray so that she can get a tenant for, for. So I asked her, what are you going to use the money for? And she said, I'm going to use it to do my, my spine operation. And I said, would you agree with me if I pray with you to give you something better than the money? And she said, what? I said, I'm going to pray for you that God will heal your spine problem so that you will keep the money for other things. He said, okay. And this lady agreed with me on the phone. I've never seen this woman on radio. She just called. And when she called, lo and behold, God healed this woman from the spine injury every year she goes to do the surgery. So it was due for the surgery. God healed her because she called on the radio. And somebody who couldn't previously jump was jumping and was shouting and praising God. You can go and check on, on, on our Facebook page. You can go maybe last year, somewhere last year, March, thereabout. From March coming. I don't remember exactly when. But this is what happened. Live. This woman was rejoicing. Why? Because God healed him. So I want to recommend this program to you. If any of your family members, let them call, call the station. I'll give you the station, the studio number. Don't call my mobile. Call the studio number, and the Lord will touch you wherever you are. God bless you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for making time, spending your data, your internet, to watch me on Facebook. I really salute you, and I really appreciate your, 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 your gift and, and following me on Facebook. God bless you. My name is Apostle Eric. May the Lord be with you. Have a very good and wonderful weekend. Good night. Welcome to Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faith Work, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for our Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for our prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries.